podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The outcome of an opioid emergency may depend on a quick response. Accidental overdose can happen anytime, even if the opioid pain medicine is prescribed. Due to COVID-19, emergency services could be slower to arrive. Get prepared. Get Naloxone, a potentially life-saving reversal agent with no prescription directly from your pharmacy. Having Naloxone available allows you to respond first, not a substitute for emergency medical care. Learn more at opioidsafetyplan.com. That's O-P-I-O-I-D safetyplan.com. It's got to 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Hello and welcome to a Touchy Gooders podcast. My name is Lewis um, and I'm joined by Shabs. We got Sean and we got Dan. How you guys doing, lads? Yeah, I'm good. Man. What's good, man? I heard you lot have just come back from church to refute all the Nuno. <laughs> <laughs> you lot were singing hymns. You lot were singing hymns in the group chat, you know. <laughs> it's Christmas, but you weren't singing. You weren't singing Christmas hymns. Listen, heavy prayer is needed right now, bruv. Heavy prayer, heavy prayer. Boy, how's it, how's it working for you? Boy, I mean, I mean, God takes a while to answer prayers, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> I have a prayer from 20 years ago from, from God, bro. He hasn't been answered yet, so. No, I don't stand on it. Prayer, the witchcraft, the dream, there's juju, there's all sorts, man. Cracking mm. eggs, everything, man. Well, it's wait, mad, it's mad. Before, 
before we get into the inner workings of the juju that you've been working, Shabash, yeah, let's uh, let's let's do a few house cleaning things. Um, uh, guys, we've got a live show on the fifteenth of December. Um, so if you haven't copped your ticket for it, um, they're available on shibs.com. If um, and you just type in Touchdown Fracas and you can buy the. Sh- the, the ticket for the show there. I, f- I believe they're £12.50. We're going to be showing the Arsenal Man City game. I'm so sorry that it has to be that game, but unfortunately, that's the game on that day, isn't it? So, Arsenal fans, you may want to... Who picked that day? Listen, it's a bit of a sticky one still. The TV schedules are a bit of a mess. Do you know what I mean? And, and the venue, you know, it's, it's all a bit tight, isn't it? We just have to do with what, you know, we have to go with what we're given kind of thing. Um, yeah, uh, I believe the other game is... I really should know this. There's another game going on that day, yeah? Um, United, that, no? Is it United? Who are United playing? Chelsea, is it? I don't know. United are playing, but obviously that's not relevant to this podcast, right? So, um, yeah, get your tickets on shibs.com. Um, it's all, it will be all inside. So those of you who came last time, um, you won't have to worry about freezing your bollocks off in the cold. Um, everything's gonna be inside. It's gonna be all cozy, hot drinks, alcohol, um, alcohol, alcoholic drinks. Sorry. Um, yeah. So get your tickets. Come down. Watch the live show with us. Uh, watch the live game with us, and, and catch us on the live show. Um, yeah. That's on the fifteenth of December. Grab a mold wine and watch Arsenal get pants. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if they'll sell mold wine. We could put that on the menu. Maybe we could put that on the menu. Mm. But um, I'll tell you what. I might need a few mold wines if. Uh, the rumours this week are true. Um, and well, there's, there's numerous places we can start. So obviously, um, Twitter went into kind of meltdown mode yesterday when they found out that uh, uh, when the news broke that Emery could well be on his way. and um, But then it all came kind of crashing down a bit when the suggested replacement seemed to be uh, the Wolves coach, Nuno Espirito Santo, for those of you who don't know him. Um, I believe all three of you are pretty anti-disappointment, right? Um, is does anyone have any positive thoughts on it? I don't think so, right? So let's, um, Sean, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on the uh, the the rumored appointment of Nuno? Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm very much against it. Um, for for me, I think Quali's um he's done very well at Wolves. Um, you got to remember he's also had massive investment um, because people obviously talk about how they ran away with the championship. But, I mean, they had Ruben Neves in the championship. They had quite a few very, very good at Diego Jota in the championship. Do you know what I mean? So it was a bit unfair. Like, So you'd expect them to run away with, with, with the league. And obviously they established themselves. They had a very good first season, um, especially in the big games. Um, but my, my one of my big concerns is obviously naturally... The way the way he sets up, it's uh, it, it's quite reactive. So obviously that suits the bigger teams. But as we all saw last season with Wolves, that their, their problems were in the games where they were tasked with, uh, in quotation marks, being the t- protagonist, and they obviously struggled quite a bit in those sorts of games. So um, I'm I'm always a bit wary of those sorts of managers. That is is that urge caution first and foremost before trying to win before trying to win the game. So obviously it'd be a step up for him, but um, I'm not convinced. Um, that he's he's the right fit stylistically anyway for the squad and he's the right manager in terms of the right mindset going forward for us. So um, I'm I'm not a fan of the link. Uh, Dan, what's your thoughts? Um, similar similar thoughts to um, to Sean. Um, 
I don't, I don't, I find this um, this link very underwhelming. Um, granted, um, we could appoint someone at, from a lesser club, which is probably the way we'd have to or the route we'd have to go. But that person should at least have um, um, the qualities that we um, or the the majority of the fan base would desire, which is um, a base philosophy and attacking philosophy, um, a structured way of 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 playing forward. And I think um, Nuno just simply doesn't have that. Um, the the points that um, Sean made are very good. Um, he, he vastly outspent um, his competition in the Championship. Effectively, he had Champions League level players, albeit um, group stage Champions League level players, Europa League level players in the Championship. Um, and um, yeah, that's it's not a difficult task winning with those players. Um, in the Premier League, he did really well. Again, he was heavily backed. I think Wolves spent a lot of money that summer as well, and they spent a lot of money this summer too. So again, um, the teams he's actually competing with, they're, they're easy out spending them. Um, uh, positive might be that he is actually um, performing to the level they um, they want him to. So, um, but um, I don't I don't see how he can compete with with um, with um, the likes of Klopp, the likes of Mourinho, the likes of Pep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't see how he can compete. Even Lampard doing great things at Chelsea right now. So I just don't see how going forward we will be able to compete with him at the helm based on the fact that he doesn't have an attacking philosophy that will probably grant us or give us the opportunity to beat all those small teams which is basically similar to what Emery's um, Emery's um, tenure uh, has really been like so um, we want to or we need to move away from that um, because the, those old, those pragmatists have been exposed and especially if they're not elite pragmatists so if we're really going down this route of oh we need to get a pragmatist then it has to be Allegri. Anything else is just, it's just uh, non-central. And even Allegri, I'm, I'm against. So, um, and I think most of the fans would be against him. But um, let's not go, um, let's not go halfway. Um, I think Nuno's halfway is half asked. Same as Emery. Um, if you if you get a pragmatist, get Allegri or fo- forget about it and go the other way. Um, and the other way is there's a lot of options there. So, um, yeah, Nuno, fuck that. Shab, save me, man. Give me some optimism. I can rely on you for optimism, Shad. Save me, please. Because, like, oh, you were looking, you were looking yeah. for the XG. Listen, <laughs> listen, I'm looking for the positives, mate. Listen, listen I'm looking for the positives. Shab, save me. Because his, his, his English is. His English, his is, English is better A-level. than that Emery. Well, A level. That's one positive. He can speak better English right, than I'm having that. I'm having that. Um, Positives are hard, man. We're scraping here, you know. I'll be honest with you. Wolves are wolves. Wolves are higher up in the in the tape in the league than um, Arsenal. That's another positive. I'll take it, mate. I'll take it. Um, what else, man? I don't Play know. He's been in English us? football longer. Mm, I don't know about that. He's been he's been in English football longer than my man. So he's got some experience. Only leagues, but yeah, though, we're we're scraping. Yeah, it's only in fact. No, he, oh, yeah, he has. By a year, no, he has. He come, he come in. He was in the championship when Wendell was killing us, and then he he come up last year. Isn't it? it was his first season yeah. in the prem last year. Same. So he's at the same length of time in the prem as Una Emery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, th- those are those are positives, and I'm scraping, scraping for those positives. Mm-hmm. But um, I pretty much agree with everything else that the man have said already. Um, it's 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 very underwhelming, even. Like Arsenal's just showing me new levels in terms of even allowing us to be linked with uh, a, a, a manager like him. To be fair, I'm not. I'm just so disappointed with the stories and that these stories they even got legs because 
Um, he couldn't. There's some clubs like this story could never run, like ever. Mm. It would get shut down instantly. But you see, with Arsenal and the way that that, that we flex, you kind of have to say, you know what? Like this is wild, but it could like he could actually be our next manager. Like it could it could happen, and you and we'd be angry, but. This is what they've shown us. Like I just think that we are we 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 haven't demonstrated our ambition, which matches kind of the move that we made. And I've said like from 2006, it's really hard to say. Like 2006 was in the Champions League finals on the dawn of the move to the Emirates, and the spiel was like, yeah, you know what? This is what's going to put our club on the next level, and we're going to really be able to compete with the giants in the game. And Almost everything from there has just been a write-off, you know. A few cup wins, but it's 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 just mediocre, and I'm I'm disappointed with like a lack of ambition from higher up at the club, mm. really. So, do you know what, Shabs? You said something. I, I, actually, I can't remember who was who it was. It's something someone said something that stuck with me, and it's been killing me for the last twenty-four hours. Yeah, someone said that he looks <laughs> Bengali, yeah, and I think you said that he's the Slumdog Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I'm taking. I'm taking credit for that. I'm not gonna lie. Slumdog Marine. But listen, I said he's the Slumdog Marine. Don't, don't Bengali Allardyce. Oh, <laughs> don't kill me out here for no. Like you know. Like you know. I don't want to end up like. You know, yeah, I know. You're already cussing off Dutch coaches you know, in the group chat. Yeah, chat. Like, come on, you man. Know, what, but, what you got against Bengalis now? Nah? I got nothing. I said, I said he's the Slumdog Marino in context to the video where he tried to have that storm out of the press conference, mm-hmm. and he's moving how Marino moves, but he's a he's a poor man. He's an East End. He's an East London Stepney Green Marino. That's what he, that's what he is. To be fair with you, but, uh, yeah. I guess look, look, I, I I agree with all of you guys' thoughts. Like it's a very very underwhelming uh, appointment if it were to happen. I mean. Um, I guess I I was yesterday I was kind of coming under a bit of criticism in the group chat because I was looking for uh, positives or like a, a or a greater understanding of the appointment right, um, which probably doesn't mean much because this is the same bloke who I'm putting this down to Raúl. Um, uh, his Don status has been revoked, by the way. Like he's no longer Don Raúl. So anyone who addresses him as Don Raúl is that's treason, bruv. So he can't be Don, man. He's one of them foot soldiers, foot soldier Raúl, man. Exactly. What's going on? Then, is is the man uh, crawling through the tunnels, uh, transporting the coke, bruv? He's 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 not the Don. He's like he's like yeah. what's it? He's like that coward. He looks like. Have you seen you know Muddy Heist, bro? What's that Don's name, bro? Oh, forgot, bro. Wait, which, which one? one? Oh, which you one? know that one? The one in the, fir- in the first series that was lips in that babes and then he tried to snake the thing. What's his name? Oh. <laughs> and he looks like him as well. What? Oh. Helsinki? No, oh, not Helsinki. No, no, no. I know who you're talking about. You know the I one, know who you're talking about. Oh. I know who you're talking about. What, he was one of the robbers? No, he was one of the victims. The, the bank was manager the guy, guy. The bank man. The bank manager guy. Yeah, the, bank manager, <laughs> the, the fat man. And then, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his the name. Guy's name I, can't, I, I can't remember his name. I can't either. lie. Um, Raul reminds me of Joe Pesky in fucking Goodfellas, man. <laughs> Just bare noise and then getting chefed up in the end, bro. Trust me. I'll find out his name I'll find out his name but um, yeah so I guess as I was saying I was just looking into kind of I was more comparing him to Emery so um, 
at the moment we are scraping bottom of the barrel right so um in terms of positives to emery i see quite a few so um i think the writing was on the wall when emery was appointed right so we looked at his valencia sides we looked at his severe sides and we said look these sides were inherently negative sides negative any way you look at it any way you slice it um the statistics whatever whatever way you break it down um he was a negative appointment his sides were negative but i don't think you could say the same particularly about nuno yeah his sides are um pragmatic but you know um his uh valencia side wasn't bad well in the one season that he was there it wasn't that bad scored 70 goals um finished fourth in the league with their highest points tally i believe since like rafa um so i mean it, it, it wasn't that bad they they drew a lot of games is what i noticed and i think that was a, a trend with porto so maybe that's that says something for his ability to break down sides um because I'm, I'm assuming i haven't looked into the games but i'm assuming a lot of those draws actually came against uh, smaller sides especially for porto considering there's only like uh three good teams in in portugal really but um yeah i mean just in comparison to emery i think he's he's a better appointment than Emery. And that, that's, I know, yeah. I think someone made reference to the fact that, okay, yeah, you got AIDS, but that doesn't make syphilis any better. And I, and I, I get that. Do you know what I mean? I completely <laughs> get that. And that's not a way we should be looking at making appointments. But um, can, it, can it be considered a step in the right direction? Um, no. 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 The, 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 the bar's in hell. Right. Literally, it, it, it's in hell. Like, Cool, he, he might be better, but it, it's marginal at best. Do you know what I mean? So, and yeah, I, I think on the surface, like if you look at it, yeah, he achieved fourth with Valencia. When Emery was Valencia manager, he got third three times in a row. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. You need to look behind the metrics behind that because Emery finished third three times with Valencia, but he also had he had an elite team. He had David Villa, David Silva, Joaquin, Juan Mata. Do you yeah. know what I mean? These were when all these guys were mad, mad, amazing prospects. Do you know what I mean? As well. And even then, what's, what's the highlight of? Of Emery known for at Valencia when they were down when Real Madrid went down to nine men and they still somehow managed to beat 11 men Valencia which was managed by Unai Emery that sort of tells you do you know what I mean all you need to know and also I, I put in the group chat earlier today as well there were uh, there was this like this thread from um, a Valencia supporter when Nuno was managing them in 2015 2016 as well mm-hmm. and a lot of the approaches is very starkly similar to uh, Emery in terms of the struggles to break down deep blocks the the unnecessary um, need to be so conservative and cautious as well. So yeah, I, I, I think it all does add up. And and even though he's done well at Wolves, um, he, he's another crossing in Shalar merchant as well, bro. Do you know what I mean? So he only really he only really attacks through the through the fullbacks, and um, it, it is a lot of crosses and stuff as well. So and then the occasional like Ruben Neves pile driver from outside the box. But there isn't a lot of ingenuity in terms of the way they set up, in terms of the way they look to attack, in terms of the way they look to card teams open. So it is very very reactive. So. I think he's done okay, but um, even if he was to come, I think the improvement would be marginal at best. Honestly, there, there isn't a high ceiling here. So just because he's better doesn't mean that's what we should go for. Yeah. No, don't then, get me wrong. I've I've rated him at, um, for what he's done at um, Wolves, by the way, but that's Wolves. And it's it's a, it's about like where we do our shopping, isn't it? And that like, we can't be shopping. Like, it's, it's, it is like shopping at 
like Lidl's, Iceland. Hey, what's wrong with Lidl, bro? Oh, they do good stuff, stuff, you know. There's nothing. No, there's, there's nothing wrong with them places. Okay, no, but sh- the places got out for everyone, isn't it? Bengalis, Dutch, no, Lidl. What? What's no, <laughs> but then the, place, the places we're trying to eat, we're trying to flex like. Um, you want to eat a gaucho, mate? You afford it. Oh, Shabs, you're always talking about eating, it's, man. It's <laughs> them ones there, like with the man's hungry. The man's hungry for success. You get me? So like we got <laughs> in <laughs> Like, it's like we got we got to be moving at like waitrose at least we got to be moving at like you know the, the the big and proper places. There's there's nothing wrong with Nuno Espirito Santos for a lot of clubs. I'll be real with you for a lot of Prem clubs. For Arsenal, there's something slightly wrong with that. That doesn't sit right. With that's that's like a, a, yeah, it's just a mark of like right. Is, is this really where we're at right now? And I'm not I'm not really trying to hear it. I'm not really trying to entertain it too tough, man. I'll be so disappointed and underwhelmed if this is what we like have become you know when you have that moment of realisation like rise this really what we are it, mm, nah man not having it do you know my, my thing with the Nuno thing is that he, yeah he's marginally better than Emery um, I would expect him to be marginally better but marginally better is not going to get us to where we want to be because the teams that we're competing with um, they have um, yeah vastly better managers and um, they will improve upon this um, whereas we will um, continue to potentially stagnate or just marginally improve, which will leave us behind in the pack. And uh, and and when we end up maybe outside the top six, um, because at the end of the day, Leicester look um, look very good this year. And um, I don't know how we make up ground with a manager like Nuno um, against those those type of teams. Um, it's probably just Leicester to be fair, but um, it's still it's still scary hours. And then um, and then in relation to where we shop, I think. Um, I I can't agree with that, but um, I, um, you always have to be um, you always have to take context into it. So, w- if we were to grab Tuchel from Mainz, um, or I don't know, I'm not a big Nagelsmann fan, but like Nagelsmann will get a big job or big jobs in the future, um, and probably multiple of them. It's just with those type of coaches, they they're just kind of destined or primed to to get those type of jobs at top level, whereas Nuno won't. So. Um, I don't see why 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 Arsenal should be the club to give him that chance. Um, with uh, Tuchel or Nagelsmann, it's, it's more of so we're giving them that chance because at some point they will be here anyway. So maybe we take a gamble on them. But with Nuno, that's not the scenario. So I don't see why we we would be the club to give him that chance. If he goes now to a club between Arsenal and um, Wolves and does really well, then we could potentially look at him. Um, not like I would still agree with his appointment because um, I just don't agree with his football in general. But uh, if you know what I mean, we, we shouldn't be the club to give hit this type of coach a chance. I don't think we should. Yeah, I, I, look, I was trying to put a positive spin on it. I can't. I'm negative like you guys. I'm probably more negative than uh, than a, a lot of you. But um, yeah, I, I can't really see any positive benefits to it. Even... Even in terms of like bringing players from Wolves, I don't really fancy any of their players. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe bring yeah. Ruben Neves, but what? I mean, nah, nah, nah. We don't want him here, man. No, nah, I'm not a big fan of Ruben Neves. Nah. So even nah, in that regard, like nope. Even in nope. that yeah, regard, I don't really see any tangible benefits for bringing him in. I mean, uh, we're already linked heavily with Jorge Mendes. I don't know, like this, this, this stinks of like those political appointments where you know him and Raúl are in cahoots with each other obviously I think um, uh, Nuno's got a history of kind of like being um, uh, gifted high level managerial positions yes, yes. Um, because I think his, his jump yep. yeah exactly his jump from Rio Ave to Valencia was quite a uh, 
um, a surprising one. And then obviously he got run out of Valencia because of a poor start. But apparently the players really hated him. And, you know, even after a, a good season in 2014, 2015, uh, you know, people decided to turn against him. It became quite um, well unbearable to work with, apparently. And then somehow managed to get the Porto job where he was only there for a season and finished second in a, what, second in a three-team league, essentially. Um, and then obviously he's done well at Wolves, but maybe this is, maybe this is what his level is. He's done well at Real Ave and he's done well at Wolves. Um, that doesn't necessarily translate into him uh, being, a, being a good enough manager for Arsenal. Um, <clears throat> obviously the... Comments came out today from Nuno. I, in my opinion, they seemed ambiguous. They really did seem ambiguous. They, it didn't seem like he was refuse, uh, like he was rejecting the speculation. It just sounded like he was doing the respectful thing of like, I'm still employed by my club. Um, you know, I don't really want to comment on things that you know. I, I'm I, this team is still paying my wages at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know what you guys thought about his comments. Um, uh, I, can't, I can't remember what they were off the top of my head, but something... Oh, here, look. The Telegraph just tweeted, um, just released an article. Unai Emery on the brink of Arsenal sack as club hierarchy seek replacements. So it looks like it's close. Um, and they also say Allegri, uh, Santo no. are believed to no. be amongst those who are possible candidates for the job. So, yeah. No. But um, yeah, just going back just to tell me, we are doomed. Early doors, you know, when we, it came to um, Pochettino, they, they, they might be. Uh, uh, Listen, you guys need some... to drop that. Nah, he isn't coming. No, isn't no, coming. no, no, no. I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the Telegraph got it spot on. They called Poch early before anyone else reported right. Poch's second. Mm-hmm. They called it early, like almost 24 hours before mm-hmm. the rumblings. So, boy, there might be. Um, I'm attaching a bit more weight to that still. They've, they've got a bit well, of credit. I, I don't think there's it. any doubt that he's gone. Like, his days are numbered. I think, essentially, it's just... It's not a matter of uh, if anymore. It's just when. Is when they can find a replacement. Um, the Poch rumours, to me, they seem like... You know, you, you know, um, Arsenal always used to be linked with a player. And, we, you know, we knew we would never get that player... But they would release it in the media and it would just be a kind of thing like, oh, you know, but we, you know, we tried to get this player, but we didn't really try to get him. I don't think we're actively pursuing Pochettino. I don't think Pochettino would join us. He'd be stupid to join us, I think. Um, so, yeah, I don't believe the Pochettino rumours one bit. I, I'd, I'd be I'd be flabbergasted if it's, um, if it's Poch. But, yeah, just going back to Nuno's comments, what did you guys think of that? Did you see that as an outright rejection or... Did you see that as him being quite political and uh, just sitting on the fence kind of thing? I agree with you. I think I think he could have made a much stronger statement, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. So, which which worries me. But um, no, yeah. I, 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 think, I think I think he wants it. I think he's just not being disrespectful to Wolves at the moment, in it. Um, and but but it, it, it depends. Like my, like I said, my, my hope is that this Nuno stuff is a smokescreen for something else. I mean, I don't know if it is. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's kind of my hope. Um, because yeah, what, what kind of upsets me when, and this comes back to our, our sort of heavy involvement with super agents, obviously um, Jorge Mendes, Kia Jurafkin, all, all of these sorts of guys, like 
with Arsenal, we are not going to outspend anyone. So if you're not going to outspend anyone, there's no point going for a coach like Allegri who wants to work with the best players. You have to think outside the box. You have to get, you have to go for someone young and innovative who is going to be able to uh, get those sort of marginal gain improvements via the improvement of players. Do you know what I mean? So with, with an Allegri, he will use the best players and utilise them to the best of his ability to maximise the results. But... Allegri is not someone who's going to oversee young player improvement. He's not going to be someone who's going to, do you know what I mean, punch above like weight. Do you know what I mean? So, like his, his jobs at AC Milan and Juve, he both he had outstanding like teams both times in it. Do you know what I mean? So you can't see him coming into Arsenal right now and lifting that level. I, I don't see it. So yeah, I, I feel like yeah, we do need to go for for for, for like the sort of the young progressive type. Who that is, obviously, I know. Um, I'm doubtful it will be Poch. Like I'm, I'm ho- I've got full soap in it, but um, more than more than unlikely that that's not going to be the case in it. But um, it, it's just very very lazy if this is if Nuno is really the best they can come up with. That really shows a lack of thinking um, because it also shows that 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 they really harbour no hope of. Because if they seriously think that Nuno is what's going to help bridge the gap between us and the top, then yeah. They're, they're honestly deluded. I mean, I think they're deluded anyway. But yeah, um, it, it, it just shows how much of a sticky situation we're in. Who, who would you guys have out of Nuno and Allegri? Is it uh, Dan? I know you already said that uh, Allegri, um, but Shab, is yeah. that the same with you? Does does Nuno's English experience count more towards him in that regard? <laughs> For in in a choice between them two, I'd I'd take Allegri just because he's. Bit, just because of his reputation, his preceding mm-hmm. reputation, he's worked at a big club like Juve. He's worked at he's worked with big players, so I take him on that basis. I think he's he's, he's managed in the Champions League. He's managed at a top level, regardless of what we might think about him. I don't personally. I don't know too much about Allegri. I didn't follow that like, his Juve side mm-hmm. too much, and and I, and I and I do tend to watch football across Europe, but I didn't really follow them too much he had good players obviously the league like forget it I'm not trying to analyse what they was doing in that runaway league but he got, he got like to really two, his performances in Europe Champions and stuff finals, like that didn't he? Um, yeah his performances yeah exactly so it's more so his performances in Europe and stuff like that was where um, I want to kind of like judge him but um yeah, I'll take him over. Um, yeah. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm taking him over. You know, hundred percent. And, and to be fair to him, he did like it, it's obviously you can't really judge like in Serie A because he took over a Conte team that was already winning the league anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But, but, but where, he, where he did make the improvements because Conte didn't do that well in Europe. He didn't do Europe. Niche in Europe. And and um, yeah, mm. and obviously his first season um, he got to the final, two finals in three years. I believe. It, do you know what? And, and that that is yeah. Conte, Conte was getting flopped by Galatasaray, yeah. man. Yeah, mm. and and it is um it is very impressive. Like he got to two finals and unfortunately he played like a uh, MSM Barca and uh, Real Madrid with like. Um, just on fire at the time in it, so you can't even hold it against him that he lost those two yeah. fights because that they, they were two yeah. teams that that he lost to. But just sort of coming back to that point, I'm not sure how big of a a thing. Like you know, everyone's made this thing about Emery's English into a big thing, but when Conte was in England, his English wasn't great. He won the league. Ranieri's English wasn't great. He won the league. Yeah, you know I mean? so, yeah Pochettino's English. Well, I don't know but, about Pochettino's English, but no, I mean, but, but, no, 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 he when, refused but, to speak English, didn't he? So. Yeah, exactly. When when Poch first came to England, he had a translator at Southampton. Southampton yeah. was still badding up and getting good results. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not. I don't like the way people have used the the supposed um, English thing yeah, as a, as a, as a, as a thing. But, but 
And it's well, not like we're inundated with English players that. either. Exactly. No, it's not. I hear that. I agree with you, but it's about uh, how you're able to translate your ideas across rather than the actual, um, like, communicate the language itself. It's about how you can convey your ideas to your players. And for me, it's more it's more so that with him. But all of those points, because to be fair, we, we run joke on it, but I'm saying I remember when Ranieri come and he ran it close um, when he first came to um, England, got us out of the, they knocked us out of the Champions League. Yeah. It was his side, and then he won it with Leicester. Was that, was that Wayne Bridge? Not was much that? better England. Yeah, that was Wayne Bridge, man. Horrible, horrible night. But um, yeah, and then you know we won it with Leicester. His English wasn't markably improved, so mm. it's, it's it's it is true. I just think that language is a barrier for Unai Emery. He can't relate to the fans. He is he's seemingly struggling to relate to his players and he's asking too many different things of them as well. So I think in all of that, it's an added layer of complexity. It's probably slow down the list. And I agree completely, Sean. But um, it, yeah, I, th- I, I think, think, I think, think you make a very good complexity. point. I think you make a very, very good point about his language and his language getting criticised because there is no there is no coherent way of playing football and visible for us fans to see um, on the pitch. So we are obviously attributing that to this guy can't put his um, opinions or ideas across um, and um, they're not translating to what he wants them to. Then there are these funny clips of him in training, just mm-hmm. shouting loads, um, looking hella animated. We can't understand what the hell he's talking about. Um, the players even, probably yeah. can't either. So even it's just one of them have come ones. out to say that players don't the really understand. The players don't really know what, what you're yeah. saying, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then I think what was the other thing as well? Yeah, it's just... Um, and this might be um, quite cliche, but... He's just not charismatic, and um, Arsenal fans like to think they are, um, we are we are special. We are a special club. We are different. We have this 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 the Arsenal feel. So when there's a manager that can barely articulate himself, um, doesn't drop any nice anecdotes for them. They they're like, oh, this guy can't speak, and it's just going press conference to press conference. You just yeah. you just you don't. It's just it's tiring watching him and um, watching him speak and say stuff, and he has very weird like. <laughs> Like um, gesticulations and stuff, so yeah. it's like I think that's where that's where the language stuff comes from. Um, it's, it's a lot of aspects that kind of influence this, um, which 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 makes us all think that he probably is not a great communicator. I, I guess my only gripe against Allegri is I'm just looking at his league record now, and obviously like I can't knock it. He won he won Serie A five five times in a row. Uh, two Champions League finals, but no one can even talk about this guy's record, and it was a joke. Yet, despite whether having whether he's had the best team, you know, he's had to fight off a very good Nap- Napoli side. Um, I'm sure he's had a few other challenges since then. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, yeah. my thing is though is I'm just looking at like um, goals scored. Obviously, we know Juventus what they're about defensively. We don't expect them to ship goals, but only once did one of his teams score over 80 goals in a season and you know even uh, last season his side won the league with scoring just 70 goals that's less than two a game you know and it's, it's how typical is that of, the, of the Italian league though because I know Napoli done a madness yeah, I know Napoli but, done yeah. a madness a couple the, of seasons back but our team, talent at their disposal I just yeah. don't I don't I don't really I, be, know, I don't really buy into the idea that you know yeah, Italy is a, a difficult league to score that's, that's, that's 90s Italy that's not easy. Yeah, it's not it's, the same thing. No, it's, just, it's not a low-scoring no, league. No, but that's anymore. what I'm asking. No, that's what, that's what I don't think it's it is. Not. Is it? It's, it's, is it's not. not. Is it yeah. the team's clapping goals? Nah, yeah. yeah. 
no, no, no. You could definitely score goals in Italy. The French is like pretty much the lowest, lowest scoring league in, um, yeah, in Europe. Like in, in in Italy, people pan goals. Like Immobile is banging goals every year. Um, but I think one of the um, yeah, because because I Atalanta and Napoli days, scored more goals than them last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because when Sarri was at Napoli, them man were panning goals like mm-hmm. for fun. But yeah, I think, they I, 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 I tweeted a few days ago. Um, you know, uh, so there was a game in 2018. Like it was pretty much like a, one of the title deciders. Well, it, it didn't end up being because Juve still won at the end. But um, Juve played Napoli at home, and Juve oh, I remember had a, this game. yeah, and Juve had a front He's three of um, Higuain, Dybala, and Douglas Costa, and with that front three, they only managed to muster four shots on goal in the whole, whole mm-hmm. game, and they were at home. To Napoli, Napoli mm-hmm. had like twelve shots, dominated possession, ended up obviously rightfully deserving to win the game. But that just kind of shows, like you know, that sort of inherent caution. And this is with a very good team as well, yeah. by the way. Do you know what I mean? So a very good front three. Like uh, it, even now, Higuain, Douglas Cross, and Dybala, you'd still be very happy with that as a front three. Do you know what I mean? So um, yeah. So I, I was just that the game that they like, end up losing? Yeah, they ended up losing one nil to uh, Kulabali scored a, a, a late winner. Um, but, but yeah, they, they, but then they, they Napoli deserve, fluffed it the they, yeah, week or they, something like that, yeah, and then they, lost them. Yeah, yeah, I remember. They, they it, lost it. It says it says it, it, they only had one shot. Yeah, they 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 pretty much deserve to lose. Imagine you're being at home and that's that's how you're playing. Bear one mind, shot have, at home, that's insane. Yeah. Bear, bear in mind, you have by far the best team in the league as well, mm. by the way, the biggest resource. Oh, that's not that's not so insane. That's exactly what we've been witnessing for the last 18 months. It's true. Mate, exactly. No, at, least, at least Emery has more than one shot. Oh, yeah. Just about, anyway, just about, anyway. Just about, anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, man, don't, don't be defending that bummer van here. Mm, just yeah. about. But, um... That's another thing. When you ask for positives about Nuno, there's one more thing. Like his team has had more shots in the final third, more shots on target than we have. We're dire at the moment, man. Mm-hmm. It's horrible, man. We're third, third from bottom in terms of shots this season. It's it's horrible. Jeez. And we're probably around oh, yeah. the top for shots, con- shots conceded as well. So it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I so, mean, so, on so, a brighter note, lads, I want more money on the weekend for uh, betting against uh, Arsenal to have shots conceded. So, you know, happy days for me. Emery in, in my opinion. <laughs> but, um, yeah, obviously... How, uh, how, much mo- how much money have you got on Nuno next? Because I know you, you uh, put, put some f- on him. I put 50 quid on it, mate. Oh, OK. Yeah, I put, I put okay, 50 okay. quid on it. But, um... Uh, you know, it was it was it was it was three point five. You know, you can't turn those odds down, man. <laughs> I'm a betting you. man. You know, I look for the value in the market. But um, money game. Obviously, if, I, if 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 we could have anyone, it would be Poch. But it's not going to be Poch, so I, I don't even want to talk about it because. Who would you have then? Who, who would you like? Oh well, I'd like Poch, but it's not going to happen. Apart from Poch. Apart from Poch. Yeah, apart from him. I, I don't know. I just don't know who's realistic. I don't. I don't know. We can't. I, mm. I don't. I can't see us. So we're not going to be able to go to Leicester and be like, "Look, let's have Rodgers." I don't believe that's ever going to be able to happen. Middle of the season. Why would he leave? He'd be stupid to leave. And middle of the season, he's doing amazing things at Leicester. Why yeah, would I don't he? Think... You know, why would Ten Hag yeah. leave Ajax middle of the season to come to Arsenal? I don't think he. The would. bag. I think Ten Hag is Ten Hag is, a, is an option. Maybe, but then, but then, why, why, why put yourself out of the market to join Arsenal when potentially there's, you know, the Bayern Munich job? Maybe, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Zidane's job at the end of the season? Is 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 Tuchel going to leave PSG? You know, is he yeah. going to go somewhere? Guardiola as well. 
there's going to probably be a huge managerial merry-go-round at the end of the season. I believe all of these all of these top coaches would be insane to join Arsenal right now because, simply put, we they don't know what's going to happen at the end of the season, and by by hook or by crook, they could end up um, they could end up landing themselves in a um, a top top job. Yeah, I hear you. And um, Ten Hag's not leaving um, Ajax right now. Impossible. You see them tonight. He's not leaving them. No way, man. They're on smoke. They're on smoke. Um, he's got them playing some good football. He he's he's exciting. He probably excites me the most as a still relatively unknown. Um, but what you can see that he's done with this side, and we was just chatting about it before, and you can see it's about coaching because he's lost a lot of quality over the summer, but. He's still um, producing goods. They're still turning out good performances. They haven't got the toughest group so far in the Champions League, but they still had challenging games. They still had to overcome, like, overcome um, obstacles, and they're just playing ball. They're just playing absolute football, and I'm I'm jealous right now. I'm watching them lot with hella envy, just saying, you know what? Like I remember when my team used to play like this. I want I want some of this. So he excites me. He does excite me a lot. I can't I can't lie. But there is still like a a bit of a risk with him. For me, the league, the profile, the club, whatever. But I, I would take a chance on him. hundred percent, I'll take yeah, a definitely. chance on him. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't see it happening personally. Um, uh, and then that, that, that just leaves you with the guys that we've got, really, or, or you go for someone in house. And I know, Sean, you really want to give Arteta a chance. Um, I wouldn't be. I, I'd rather Arteta than Nuno. I'd rather Arteta. I'd rather Arteta than a lot of people. A lot of people always ask me like, why? Like, obviously, there, there, there's there's no proof, and um, it, I'm going off a lot of hypotheticals. But at the same time, this is when I, I said before that I just think you've got to be innovative. You you've got to t- like there's put it this way: there isn't any surefire bet either way you look at it, whether you go for an experienced or an inexperienced manager. Do you know what I mean? I think right now, the, I don't I don't think now is a bad time to to. To, to try and go for an option like this as well so and I just think he's going to jump at the chance so um, I mean I've, I think Pep said the other day that they don't want Arteta to go until the end of the season but um, I feel like if we were serious 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 about him I, I don't think he's going to turn us down but um, but yeah I because I, because of what Raul is like I don't even think he's considering Arteta no that's the that's, that's the maddest thing well there's like, a reason why Arteta got shunned in the first place and that wasn't yeah. because yeah. of you know that that was due to Raul wasn't it yeah yeah I'm, 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 so he's I'm not going to go back on that now and appoint I, I, I just I, don't see it as a, a feasible option I don't think he will I don't think he will um, there, there has been talk also that um, Vieira's got a very close relationship with Edu still mm. obviously from the playing days but I mean, I've not watched that much of Nice, but every time I have watched them, I've not really been impressed. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, I listened say? to uh, Arscast this week, and they, well, I think it was last week actually. They had uh, Filippo Cleron, and he yeah, yeah. was um, a big uh, proponent of um, of uh, Patrick Vieira being the next Arsenal manager, and he, you know, basically. A lot of his conclusion was that, you know, and reasoning behind it was, you know, links to the club, powerful figure. He, you know, he is cut out for this managerial stuff. And I mean, he watched a lot more French football than probably all of us here. So maybe he has a more of a, you know. Dude, it's, 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 it's not a problem. Like, all, because I, I heard the, the stuff as well. But despite all of that, I didn't hear anything about what his coaching is actually like. No, no, so same, same. That's, that's, 
it's, it's, it's all well and good saying cool he, like he'll unite the fans that's great um, he's, he's a good character that's great but what's his coaching saying that's mm. what I, more often and, and that's the biggest thing for me they struggled so yeah man they struggled man they struggled when he was in New York they were they didn't they, they, it was in New York innit? they didn't set the yeah. world alight when he was uh, um, when he come Nice he's yeah man it's been a bit of a rough ride for him you know they've sat they've, I think they've averaged between he did alright last season nine, though, didn't across he his lot, across his two seasons I think they, he did alright he, he finished 7th like 7th for Nice with. isn't bad is it yeah, yeah. No, that it's, is not bad. it's not bad it's, it's, it's not bad it's not bad but like yeah come on man like 7th in, in league oh to come come on man I love Patrick I love him but and like, mm-hmm. there is there, there there isn't a sure bet, and you could come and just set the world alight here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's, do you know what it is? This Emery appointment, how meaty we are now, has mm-hmm. made me so anxious and nervous about who comes in next. Like I'm, pro- I'm probably less reluctant to take chances now. And the reality, everyone said it. Everyone's a, everyone's a chance. Everyone's a bit of a gamble. But I just feel like now, actually, we need some assurity that someone is going to come in. And just make us. We we shouldn't be worse than fourth in the Premier League. Like we just shouldn't. Arsenal Football Club can't afford to be worse than fourth in the Premier League. And we're not that bad. We've got the personnel to to to, to get us there every season. We've got the playing personnel to do that. So we need a semi competent manager because it's not that hard. Like look at what Sheffield are doing. And I'm not saying they've been amazing, but they are. What are you saying get Chris Wilder in? No way. But they're not. They look like they're knocking on the door. Look at what, what it's like. Teams like the the form of United, Arsenal, Tottenham are making it seem like these like the the the, the Leicesters. No disrespect to them or what they've done, but the Leicesters, the um, like even Chelsea should have struggled a bit more than they have so far. Mm. Chelsea have kind of been coasting, and it's not because they've been amazing; they've been quite consistent. But you know, like there's there's personnel in in beneath them where like because you've been enticed by the. Because you've been enticed by the football. I didn't say that they've been bad, Bro. by the way. No one, no one should hear me saying that. I ain't saying that about Chelsea. But I'm saying we are definitely good enough to be in that in that top four with with what we have available in terms of our playing personnel. We just need a semi competent manager because Frank has been good. But I don't think he's been amazing. I don't think that Chris Wilder's been amazing. I don't think that um, Nuno Espirito Santos has been amazing. These are all like sitting above us in in the league, albeit by a few points. Some of those teams, don't but they're still ahead of us. Sean Dyche, Burnley, <laughs> Burnley, Cup Burnley. You see, nah, Listen, man. Don't knock it, mate. They score more sick. goals than us. And well, well, it's tri- no, but it's true. It's true. But we are minus goals, man. Better than us. We are minus goals. It only takes someone who's semi decent, semi competent. I'm not. No one should hear what I'm saying as bad about Chelsea, though, because I'm, 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 I'm feeling what they're Listen, doing. Chelsea, I'll I'll like be on your neck, mate. Don't want Dan and me well, on your neck, yeah? Listen, I've been, I've been at it with Dan. I go at it with yeah. Dan all the time. I wind him up all the time. I know how it goes. Yeah, to Dan told me about politics, not being a goal for it. I oh, said, all right. It? So now every time he scores, I say, oh. Ask look, him how his boy's Cho's doing, isn't politics. it? Politics. Cho. Yeah, ask him how his boy's Cho's doing. <laughs> no no <laughs> game day, time. I'll get on to. Trust me, it's Cho. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um... Let's talk a little bit about because obviously we've gone through the managerial candidates. Everyone said who you know they do and don't want. Um, I think that's pretty evident now. Um, <clears throat> just going back to the game on Saturday, I know. Look, let's not get into the the thick of the things in terms of the actual game. We've been through it millions of times. Um, it was the same old story, really. Foul to create, conceded way too much. Should have lost the game. Um, 
typical Emery game, really. Um, one thing that interested me, actually, in, in the game was uh, <laughs> was the equaliser. And um, to me, it looked like, yeah, they, 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 just looking at the players' reactions, Lacazette, number one, he looked... Um, <laughs> oh, Lacazette was fuming. He didn't know whether to, you know, he didn't know whether to celebrate or... Cr- it's like... He was so upset that the chance here yeah, was so... It was too easy to miss. So he couldn't even miss it. Because I think Mesut had one that he skied over the bar. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe he wasn't that... You know, maybe he was just thinking, oh, fuck it. It's gone over the bar. Well, he probably wasn't too upset to miss it. But Lacazette's one, it was like... It was too... It was too hard to even miss. So if he had missed it, it would be like straight up match fixing. So I think he was more vexed at the fact here yeah, that, damn man, why have I got an open goal here? Like, I'm about to save this man's job, but I can't not score. I can't not score. hundred percent. These men have got a pack. These men have got a pack. And you know them once they, they stopped talking to Lacazette after the game. They said, oh, you I know what they wanted him to do. Like, it's an open goal. It's like he couldn't do anything. Whoa, whoa, Shabu, your, your mic is doing a madness. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sound like you're Vietnam, bro. Isn't it? Nah, I just said, yeah, like, they're switching on Lacazette, innit? Saying, why did you, yeah, why yeah. did you they're do wolf. it for? Why mm. did you do it? I know they've got a secret pact, innit? And, like, you just the funny the thing is with Lacazette is, uh, he's, he's one of the men, when he scores, he loves the celebration. Yeah. So when he didn't celebrate, I was like, all right, man. No, he had a burst to go and get the ball out of the net. They left the yeah. ball in the net, you know. They left the ball in the net. They, was like, they didn't even want to score the winner. They was like, oh, let's, let's waste some time, oh. lad. Let's waste some time. That man, that, man, that man lives for celebrations, man. So I knew something was up with us. So he didn't even blink, I think. Yeah. I, I was, think you, was you at the game, Lou? No, no, no. No, no way. Some, some poor twat uh, bought no, my heard... ticket. I don't know who, but some twat bought my ticket. Because I heard the atmosphere was flat at the equaliser. Like, the fans just didn't. Listen, like, there was no real celebration up, or anything like that. It was just like, uh, like oh, kind of, all right, we scored now. We've got a point. But no one, like, what? yeah, the atmosphere was a bit weird. It's described as being weird after the, um, after the, like, I, the I, second goal. I don't goal know what score. the attendance was, but um, I can't imagine it would have been particularly big. Well, it'll be low tomorrow, you know? It'll be Ooh, very low yeah. tomorrow. yeah. I mean, I'd be surprised. It'd probably go down as probably our lowest attendance. I, I can't just, I can't believe people reach, were actually even it'll going. Be, it'll, it'll be around 30,000 because Frankfurt fans are banned from the game anyway. So I, I think um, it'd be that yeah. much, bro. I think it'd be and much. A, apparently there are people planning to, to protest. I don't really understand why you're protesting against Emery anyway because Emery's, Emery at this stage, as we all acknowledge. Well, no, no, no. Keep stepping on his neck, man. No, no, no. Keep stepping on his neck. The thing is, everyone knows <laughs> Emery's crap. Like, they're, 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 I don't know how many Arsenal fans want him to stay. The issue is now we need to protest that Raul and them, man, bro, because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. the ones that have taken ages to make it make a decision. Because basically, look now, we're at the end of November. We've thrown away probably a month and a half worth of decent results that would have seen us right up in the top two or three if we had had a semi-competent manager. Do you know what I mean? So mm. that their, 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 their inability um, to change when it was necessary has pretty much cost us top four. So we're not going to get top four this season. The only way we can do it now is through Europa. But I guarantee you, after tonight's results, there's going to be some decent teams dropping into the Europa League. So mm. that that in itself complicates the whole situation for us even more. Yeah. So um, it, it is what it is now. Like I don't know what we will have to try to win the Europa. I don't. I don't think we will. But that's essentially what we'll have to do with with, with sort of the, whoever's uh, whoever's appointed. 
um, at the end. So yeah, but it's it's it is what it is, man. Like I just uh, I just hope we we make a, a decent decision. So, just not not Nuno. Yeah. Let me ask for opinions then. Do you think uh, tomorrow will be his last game in charge? Yes, I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'll say Dan yes. Shabs? Yeah, we're not gonna win. By the way, I don't think we're going to win. I'd be very surprised if we if we bag any kind of result. What, uh, to be honest yeah. with you, and I, I think that's got to be winning. Nah, I think we'll win at home to Frankfurt. I think we'll win. I think we'll win. Because yeah. the players that we play will probably just it'll be the youngsters, isn't it? That it's not. Apparently, that that was part of the thing. Part of the reason he gave them two days off. Apparently, he's planning to like play like the strongest team in it oh, just really? to assure qualification. So I yeah, we're already through. No, 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 no. Because um, if Liège win tomorrow, they then it can go down to. And if Liège win and we don't win, it will go down to the last day, to the last game. Okay. So, so yeah. So they'll probably just try and win at home tomorrow, just to confirm it, and then and then and then do that. So yeah. But um, I think I think he'll. Well, actually, I, I say he'll go. I said he will go during the international break, and he mm. didn't in it. So, so yeah. I, I I will hope. I hope he goes after tomorrow. Um, but and you're. Have you're... Well, you're that? saying that um, you think we'll win, but they'll still sack him. I don't think if he wins, no, no, they no, no, sack no. him. I, 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 no, no, no. I, I think the decision's made. I, I think yeah, he's same. done. Like I, I generally think he's done. It, 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 at this stage, it doesn't matter anymore. I think he's going to get sacked regardless. The question is just um, when they're going to pull the trigger once they've got their new man. Because as you know, as you saw with, with Spurs, they, they held on for a while until... Like yeah, they have to make sure. Yeah, yeah. until the Mourinho thing what, what's, ready. The posi- what's the possible upside of doing that though? Because like, th- there's no harm in for me. There's no harm in putting someone like Jumberg in. You know, just yeah. to, to... I, I I don't see why not. I I, I could have like for. I could have left Lundberg in charge for a couple of months whilst we were looking for. He's the not right going to get better result, uh, worse results than we've had, is he? I no, mean, we haven't no won way. it for fucking. How long? I can't remember last time we bloody won a game. Jumberg's not going to get worse results than than what Emery had. Yeah, I, I, I Jumberg needs a caretaker though, doesn't he? Isn't he? Yeah, apparently yeah. He, ain't, he ain't got his qualifications. He needs nah, someone yeah, else. But, yeah, but you would have, yeah, but you only need yeah. it for what three, three months, months or yeah. so, is it? He, he, he could have managed three yeah. months. Yeah. So, so okay. I, I, I would have had no problems leaving him in. Yeah, um, put, whilst, put, whilst, put him in charge for tomorrow's game. Yeah, and then. Uh, Get someone sorted in time for uh, is it Saturday or Sunday? With Sunday we're playing. If you can't get if you can't get it sorted by Sunday, then fine. Jumberg takes charge of Sunday. Then you have got an extra week until yeah. whoever we play after Norwich. I don't know. I don't mate. I don't even look at the table, let alone the bloody. Bro, fixture. I don't. I don't. I don't look at anything, man. <laughs> it's not worth it, man. It's not no, worth it. No. Um. Okay. Uh. Just just a little pieces about the game then. Um. Look, it, it was a disastrous game. Uh, what we take from it, I don't know. Um, were there any standout performers from you? I, if anyone, for me, if I'm, I'm, I'm particularly oh, yeah. worried about Bellerin. Very, very, very worried about Bellerin. He's, he's this, finished. He's finished. Yeah, uh, he is. And finished. The thing is, it's not a team problem in terms of um, my my concerns with Bellerin. It's just looking at him on an individual level. Um, the sharpness isn't there. Uh, I know he's coming from a long-term injury and it must be difficult to get back into the rhythm of things, but I'm someone who's had concerns with Bellerin pre-injury. So um, he has—he just doesn't look at the races to me and I don't, I don't see a new manager changing that personally. Yeah, I think, um, I think Bellerin was someone that really um, um, kind of um, thrived for athleticism 
um, being very, very fast, being very fit as well. And um, like he just looks very leggy. And uh, he's never been a very technical player, um, but he's been he's been very very good going um, going up and down on the right hand side. And um, I'm just not quite sure he can do it at the same intensity. I think the game has gotten even more intense now. And if we look at our left side and look at Tierney, I don't, I don't even think Bellerin is half the player Tierney is no. um, going forward or defending. So um, we need we need we need a new right back. We need a right back. He needs to have PMP and he needs to have some tech as well. Uh, crossing inshallah is the way forward by the by the looks of it. So we need someone that can cross the ball. Bellerin is good. Or he's half decent at the cutbacks. He gets into decent positions, but his his delivery is not good at all. Um, with Tierney, he can whip a ball half space. Yeah, I mean Tierney showed on the weekend um, that his delivery early cross, again. He's no, yeah, very his good. deliveries are they are they are sublime. So uh, we need we need we need someone with um, findable quality mm-hmm. um, in, in those areas. We're being we're being linked to some right back at um, Nice, isn't it? Oh, that Atal is it? Yeah, but then I've, yeah. I've seen him linked to some top, top clubs. Man, he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy, by the way. Absolutely yeah. bad. Get Paddy and Frimlin, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but he's um but yeah, he's he's in demand from mm-hmm. a lot of teams. So I I don't see Arsenal getting him. Just going back to the team, um <clears throat> say for example we were to appoint Nuno. Um are there any particular like what how would he set up the team? How would he what players would start um you know, what formation Oi, would Oi, let's not do this. Let's are not do sure? this, man. No, is this what you're doing? We, we, no. we don't, no. we don't want to speak anything into existence. I'd be interested to see the midfield pairing that he uses because... I, no. I think he would use... I think... No, uh, I think it would, obviously we know it would be a three at the back. Um, he would use... Do we, do we know that? It might not, he might not, though. Because he played four with Valencia and he played four with yeah. Porto. Nah. Bro, this brother is... A, I don't. I maybe I might be wrong. But I'm just saying. Do we know it? I'm just saying. Do we know it? Innit? Like maybe he's found something that works at Wolves for the players that he's got at Wolves. Um, maybe he feels I, like free at the back is the best way to be more solid when you haven't got the best personnel in defence. But then again, we haven't got the best personnel in defence as well. So maybe maybe yeah. he will go to the free at the back. I don't know. But... I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, playing, I'm playing devil's advocate. I agree with you, bro. I think he's. I think he is going to line up free at the back. To be mm. fair. I'm, I'm, I'm a yeah. firm believer of he, he is what you see. Like I, I don't understand what, what he's not going to come in and 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 do because because he's not shown anything throughout his career like that. So what what makes people think all of a sudden he's going to come mean? into Arsenal and he in terms of his innovative innovative nature, like he, he history shows that he is someone whose teams struggle to break down teams. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? So so in terms of uh, a, a four three three or a four two three, I mean I would love to see it, but nature tells us. That's not what it is. Obviously, yeah, to an extent, he paid that. Uh, um, but it's also, yeah, like, di- dictated by players he has. We, we do have more of a players for a back four, but I just don't think he's going to do it. I think he will sit in his comfort zone in terms of what he likes and, um, and what and what he's used to. So, so what um, does he like? So we know, like, he he, he uses... Uh, is it a 3 4 3 he used that So last season, he used he started with a 3 4 3, but he moved more towards a 3 5 2. Yeah. With just Jotto and him in his front, top. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so... Um, I mean, if you were to follow that trend, then it would be Lacquer and Aubameyang up top. Yeah. Um, he used he, he didn't use like a ten. He just used like three centre mids. So he had like Moutinho it was often um, Nevers. Moutinho Nevers and like Dodonka or mm-hmm. there was um what yeah. So he's more defensive minded. Mm. So um and then Moutinho and Nevers just just in front of those two, and then he had a 
who was the left wing back? Was it like Bennett? And then it's like Traore on the right, or like sometimes like um, sit Doherty, bro. Oh, he'd have he'd have Johnny, man. Johnny, he'd yeah, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, sorry, yeah, beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so it, it would be along those lines. And then I think if he was to do a back three, he would probably take like he'd probably go like Louise, like Colding, and maybe Socrates or or Chambers, and then um. Because, because a wing back, he did use try. What well, that is one of the good things that it it does look good. Like Triore, so I don't know if he would want Bellerin at wing back, or he might he might like Maitland Niles. I, I honestly I don't know. I, mm. I, I, gem, I generally generally don't know. Like um, you would use obviously Tinney at left wing back, um, centre mid. I have no oh, idea. Yeah. I, I generally it, just, it it the configuration already just sounds awful to me. But yeah, um, I was gonna say this is sounding like the ghetto man. <laughs> it is the ghetto man. Mm. I, I, I can't say I've watched enough of Wolves to even know. I I I can't. I don't sit there and watch Wolves like uh, to know what their teams play. All I know is whenever we play them, and whenever they play a big side, they look like they're on stuff. And um, I think he's got a good reputation out of out of like some really good results against top opposition. Actually, you know, he they they absolutely smashed us about last season, didn't they? Um, Oh, and, I was I was at that game. They they pammed us here yeah, in transition. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they they are very very effective in transition. They've had City's number a couple of times in transition as well. Yeah. Um, and Man United as well. To be fair, generally that they, they do cause the the top teams a lot because they've got a lot of, because um, they they have a lot of willing runners like Jota, especially off the ball. Like he's one of those guys like very intense runner on and off the ball. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so especially once you vacate those sort of spaces, they do they do love to attack it. So even um, this season, they should have pammed their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of I'm the key, sure. one of the keys for for the Wolves seen though is they have a real target man, Raúl Jiménez. We don't have someone that can hold the ball like that. Mm. I think, like who who in the Arsenal team can you lump the ball to and you hold it for a bit? Obama mm. uh, is a very very capable goal scorer. That's not his game. Like I said, man, he's going that being be, said, he's, he's going his to be twerking again. For, his contribution, I know, he's, I know it's not his, ga- our game, but, his game, but uh, his contribution for both our goals was actually really good on the weekend. He did things that you wouldn't expect uh, Aubameyang to do. You know, I think he won the flick on for the first. Yeah, that header was, that header was, a, that was a very, very fucking good header. Yeah. But, um, I mean, in general, like you're not gonna you're not gonna expect Aubameyang to no to what chest the ball down against two centre backs, muscle them off, and lay off. It's, that's not what he's gonna do. No, I agree. He's not gonna do that. No, I agree. Um, what about uh, Allegri then? So if if it, if those are the two touted names, and you know, say it's Allegri that was appointed, does 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 he? What what kind of team would he prefer? Is there any players who would excel under him? Allegri's had the double pivot, hasn't he? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know too much about him in terms of what his strengths are or whether he's up for. Like he had like really good players when he was at Juve, so it's hard to kind of like know. Like he, he had a solid defense, really. Um, you know, one of the most reliable goalies of like the, you know, of modern football in Buffon. Um, he had decent guys up front, lots of attacking firepower. He's opted mostly for four-two-three-one, hasn't he? And then I think like we, the, I think the thing with Arsenal at the moment as well is we don't really know. Like with defence, we're kind of stuck here. We kind of have to just like to put out the best defensive um, lineup. Is we kind of know what that is with midfield. I don't think we've got a clue what our best pairing is in in midfield. 
we kind of need to play Ozil because we're not able to create anything in the final third without him. You need to have Pepe in there. Like, you just need to because you can't spend that, that much money and not play him. And then you kind of need Aubameyang to be up front to get the goals. That's where he's most effective. So then I think like, as far as like, the front three, front four, maybe that kind of speaks for itself. But like, midfield is an area where it's, it's, kind of, it's really difficult to not like who, like, who is it? Is it to, does he go with Torreira and Brandusi? Did they give him enough? Did they, like, you know, I, I don't know. I've become a little his, bit. What was um, his midfield last year? Pjanic played, right? So what does Pjanic play as the deeper player? Yeah, so he's I think had different I, midfields for his time in um in at Juve as well. That's the thing, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, I like we even the price difference systems. Yeah, yeah he even played yeah, three yeah, two for a while. Yeah. Four three yeah. three, four yeah. three one. I mean, he changes yeah. it quite a bit, and he do mm. think that you he do things that you think why is he doing that? Like Mandzukic was playing left wing for a while, and it worked. Yeah, but you were yeah. thinking why is he playing them there? Yeah, but it worked, so you couldn't question it for a while. But it, yeah. Wing is crazy, but it did work. You're right. It did. Yeah, he's he's. he's I think quite I think he's very difficult to predict. Yeah, I'm just checking now. He played he played three five two towards like, the back end of last season after yeah. starting with like a four three three or a or, I don't know. Yeah. Is it four, and three, and three, his, or his four, two, three, and, and and his midfields are so ugly, bro. Like he would often play like Pjanic at the base, which is which isn't Kadira. bad in itself. But then he would have Kadira Matuidi in front, which mm-hmm. is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say it's proper. It's proper yucky, man. Like it's proper yeah, proper yucky. So, um, so yeah. yeah, it's that's not nice. To and he left, he left he, on the bench for no. Yeah, he like, could have had Benzema. Like, do you know what I mean? He, he could have picked much better midfields. But yeah, that's that's often what he went with as well, man. So I I just find like him. He he's another cautious like people like him they they might not be as bad as he might not be as bad as a Simeone but it's not pretty either do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it just it it really isn't and if you think of the configuration of Arsenal squad it's not close to what he would like do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. um so yeah I I, I I I generally speaking like I said for for me it just shows a lack of coherency because how you could build the squad we have now and then decide the best fit for it going forward is either Nuno or Allegri. If those are the two, as the Telegraph are now reporting, those are the two leading candidates. It just shows a lack of foresight. And for supposed footballing people, it's very, 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 very silly. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it just kind of raises our distrust in Raul and Co. Let, and, um, and and I really let, want to trust Edu, but boy, let me let me play devil's advocate because we were we were kind of talking similarly in the summer when we were talking about being linked with Ryan Fraser and how it's very uninspiring and what the fuck is the club doing and then all of a sudden they turn their around um, because a lot of the, the media stories were just completely wrong uh, Ernstine basically was at the loop he didn't know what was going on um, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate and like, give us maybe a bit of hope um, maybe this is similar here again this this is may, this might be a smoke screen for someone they've, they've been working on in the bag Again, this leadership has not been in place for a long time. We can we can go back on what they've done in the past, Raul specifically at Barcelona. But um, um, I kind of I kind of want to stay hopeful that they they're not going down that route and getting Nuno or Allegri. I just want to until it happens, um, I'm I'm giving them benefit of that. When it does, then obviously we have to we have to get the we have to get the Molotov cocktails out and everything. But but now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, I think, no, yeah. I think it's because we've been so we're suffering so we've been suffering so much. We're we overreacting probably, but yeah, go on, Trump. 
No, no, no. I, I was going to say it, it is a, that that is a good point you made because in the summer, like if you think after the Europa League when we lost that final, like the only names we were being linked with was like yeah Ryan Fraser and like Louis Dunk and them. And so obviously once we did all that we we did, everyone was happy in it. So my my only hope is that they do use their connections in a good way, like to get someone better than the ones we've been linked with, not just someone who's who's looking to elevate his CV and that also the likes of. Um, Jorge Mendes and Kia have Arsenal's best interests at heart themselves. I'm not so sure about Jorge. I know Kia's an Arsenal fan, in it so, but yeah, but even then, he he lumped David Luiz on us, who's finished. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, some right. looking out, Kia. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I can't lie, I'm I'm really not encouraged. So um, and I'm just quite downbeat. It's a shame, man. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Sean. I really am sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> Fuck you, no, Jesus. Get out of Go here. get out from your missus, love. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> man's about to cry on the podcast, jeez. Bro, I'm, 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 I'm close to it. Anyway, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna reduce you to further tears. Let's, uh, let's do a few more, let's do a few listeners' questions before we wrap things up and um, everyone can go right. and go cuddle up with their missus for the night. Um, <laughs> Sean. Uh, I got one from original Jim Bob. He asked, does the profile... Well, I guess we've kind of already answered this. Does the profile managers we're linked with worry you? Does it feel underwhelming? Or at this point, is any change good for the club? Any change is good for the club, I guess, because just getting Emery out of there and replacing with someone else should spark a positive uh, uh, run of results, I would imagine. Because I just feel like the players right now, they're performing so well below their level. Um, any change is going to push things in the in the positive direction for short term is whether that continues long term that's the issue under someone like Nuno right yeah I've, um, definitely uh, the players greater than the sum of their parts um, it's, it's a mad thing I think a change is necessary to be fair um and I think we've already answered the question. I think you've answered it as well just now, Luke, to be mm. fair. Um, my man just needs to come out of it. No, my man, Emery just, Emery does need to come out. He does need to come out. And I've, 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 I've wavered on it, but I've, I've seen enough, man. I've seen enough. I tried to be patient with him. It's not worked. He's so negative. He's, he's just so the opposite of, you know, and it's, it's not a good fit. We have to accept it and just do that thing. Okay, uh, Kofi Loba says, uh, managers we are linked with feels a bit random. And to be honest, I'm not sure what Edu is doing in terms of defining a footballing strategy. Do you think we chose the wrong director of football? See, with Edu's role, I'm not quite sure what his actual role is. So his role could be... So um, his role is more, to do more... with coaching, apparently. And Okay, so I think that's probably a role that kind of ties into recruitment and some of his Brazilian links. Mm-hmm. So the coaching could be identifying player profiles that we um, that we want to have it's throughout our academy. Sorry. Okay, see, so I think I think he probably doesn't have much say with the coaching conversation. He, he'll obviously have an input, but he won't have final say here at all. It'll be Raul. Mm. I think I'm the sure other thing, anyway. and I, 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 I touched on this as well, I think the other thing about Edu, He's just come in it, so mm. to say like yeah, boom, like what he's doing. We 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 don't know that. Apart from like the, the the overview and what we understand and what the club have told us, we don't know what the ins and outs of his 
of of his job or what he's doing yes. day in day out. How much influence he has right now at this point in time. The man that's appointed him and basically got him in job. He's is he going to now find himself in a situation like four months into his job where he's having to go up against him and like say nah like you you know you're wrong blah 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 you know. I'm, Yes, sometimes you have to ease your into certain situations. Yeah. Everybody can come and just cause a riot up in the joint. And um, it does seem to be like some fraction at the at, at Arsenal in terms of the senior hierarchy and that, like, you know, the comments of like, um, what's his name? Chips. Chipsy. The other day and saying like, you know, he just feels like, you know, it's just a tokenistic role that he feels he's on. Yeah. And I think there are probably a few other members of the, the board who are just there in name, but don't really have any real power or authority to mm. kind of make any any decisions. And that power and authority seems to sit with like two or three people now. And I think the people are Josh Cronke, Raul, and um, the Vina guy. Mm. So and and Edu has never really been. Edu hasn't been spoken about in that. Yeah, he's the fourth person. We know he's there at games. We know he's moving close with Raul, but we don't know what the ins and outs and the day to day of 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 his job are really. And he, he might not be. Are we in another I, dictatorship though? Like Raul seems to have a lot of power at the club right now, and I don't so really understand where that's bloody come from. We already got out of one, you know, dictatorship kind of. <laughs> Power structure under Wenger. Are we now entering a new yeah. one with with someone who can do it from behind the scenes now? Well, I think we've made really bad decisions, yeah, about like people at a senior level for our club. Since David Dean left, we have made bad decisions about the people who um, have the authority to make the best decisions at our club. It's like what uh, United done with Woodward. Yeah, cool. He's busy. He knows business. He knows this. He knows that. He might even know football, but he don't know United. He don't know the United way. And Raul's a guy who he's got no affinity or no connection to Arsenal, really. So he is going to do, and he is he has got a lot of power. So he's going to do what he what he can get away with doing. And who's really going to challenge him at the club, unless um, um, Josh tells him that he's at, or Stan mm -hmm. Big Man tells him that Big Man, you got to go. We've got to find someone. Like, really, he's he's going to do what he's, he wants to do. And who can really step to him? No one. No one can tell him nothing. I just worry that, you know, he, he he's kind of like now turning our club. Say, for example, he does appoint someone like Nuno. He's kind of turning our club into a, um, you know, a stable of where he can use his links and... Wash his money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wash his money. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, get, you know, get, get, managers jobs that maybe they shouldn't have get players moves that they shouldn't have you know it, it's it i i just worry is his personal interests being put above the club and it, it certainly seems that way to me like if he's using the club as no, no. You know, a way yeah. to you know improve but, his own status but, but similar to the point Marcus I, I, FC. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> but similar to the, the to the point i made about um we got we got to kind of um, just see how things develop. We are helpless anyway. Um, we just have to witness how things develop and then interpret those um, correctly. So right now, there's a lot of speculation, um, and um, I think it's it's coming from a from a bad place. Um, obviously, Emmy has given us hell for the last eighteen months, so it's no surprise that um, that generally the mood is just very negative towards anything we do right now. Um, this appointment will tell us a lot. So this appointment is a key. Um, so this appointment will tell us a lot. And then to go back to the question about Adu's role, 
I think I remember um, when he when he joined from Brazil, and um, the strategy piece comes probably from something that he did at Brazil when he kind of um, he um, overhauled the, um, the way they do um, they they generally um, um, attack or um, or um, or um, uh, I, I don't know handle business relations and, and do contracts and um, the general business processes operations mainly. And um, he brought in a lot of um, consultants from PwC, I believe, and then Anson Young. And then um, he kind of like revamped the whole um, operations process. So I think this is where the strategy piece comes from for Edu. Um, then obviously, um, Sanley is um, generally in, in, in charge for the decisions. He's probably the final decision maker, I would interpret. And then the head coach makes the footballing decisions, um, how we play and whatnot. Um, I'm not even, even the Ozil thing, I'm not sure if this was from Sunday. And I really hope that we sometimes get, sometimes soon get some, get some more info, some juicy stories about around this. Um, I know I don't have any... Um, you should wait for Wenger's um, book, mate. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't have the athletic, uh, athletic um, subscription like Sean, Sean does, but um, um, yeah, I'm just hoping for some juice, man. Because um, at the moment, we're in the dark and we're just mm. speculating. Mm. Um, and we, we, I think we kind of assume the worst, which probably will happen, to be honest, but um, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> What do you guys think anyway? Do you think it's just going to be um, Raul taking over the club? Or is this, I think, it's, this already just a, a I think worry? it's already happened. I think it's happened before we managed to work out what's going on. Um, mm. It's just kind mm. of happened that way. He's obviously put yeah. in uh, measures and, you know, he's appointed people and that he is, you know, comfortable well, to, working to, with and whatnot. So. Well, to, to be honest... It, it was quite because I remember when Gazidis first left, they they left a vacuum. Uh, that left a vacuum in it because Gazidis was CEO, and they said, "All right, cool. Um, Raul and Vinay will head up uh, as a duo. Um, Raul controlling the football side of things, and then um, Vinay controlling the commercial side of things." And obviously, at the time, there was all the talk that Sven wanted the technical director role, and that he was promised it. Right, but I think that was with if Gazidis was going to stay or something like that in it. So. But that didn't transpire. And um, obviously, Raul and Sven look at football differently. Um, Sven is very data-driven, uh, wants to look at his young prospects. And um, whereas Raul is obviously someone who's very much reliant on contacts. Um, you'd hope together that would yield good results. But obviously, Raul wanted to go his way. And he mm. was the one who seemed to have the power. And he's the one that you'd assume now Josh listened to. And um, that probably was partly what led to Sven's departure. Um uh, at that point last year as well, so and, and and this is where we're at now. So it's only led to just Raul gaining more and more power, and 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 this is where we're at now. And I don't think I don't I don't think this is very good, by the way. I don't think it's great. Outside of Neymar at Barcelona, um, Barcelona's recruitment for years has been absolutely terrible. So much so that the fact of the matter is that they're still relying on Messi, and that when he re- eventually retires, that club is done at it. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah. So I I, I I I don't trust Raul. I don't trust him. Yeah, he look he looks like one of them just cartel dons, bruv, that you just know is uh, just gonna. I told you, no, he's not don anymore. Arturo, yeah, sorry, yeah, Arturo, sorry, yeah. He's, he's not don. What's yeah, his name? That's his name. Arturo. That's Arturo. That's, Arturo, that's, 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 that's the thing about Arturo. Arturo just came to me. Have you not seen the, have you not seen the second came. season of Buddy Heist yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen yeah, it. Yeah. Not the third. Yeah, <laughs> that crap, man. Arturo, 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 Arturo
tenure is. They what, won. what was his tenure but, like at Barca? Yeah, of course they won because they, you know, they they've won the league more times than than anyone in like the last decade. I swear, the Spanish league. But yeah, but what like are, are you saying like it's this poor recruitment? He he was in charge when this poor recruitment started. Bro, so other bro, than Neymar bro, was the standout. Yeah, you, you no no no. Even before then, you have to look after Pep left. Barcelona got gradually, gradually, gradually worse. The only up point they had in that time was during the, the 14, 15, 15, 16 period when Neymar was there. Enrique. In the and, yeah, yeah, and they had and they had MSN and Luis Enrique led them. But more often than not, they bombed in Europe. Uh, they, literally, the quality of football Barcelona has played progressively gets worse and worse each year. Each year. Mm. Um, and that is down to poor recruitment. You, Barcelona have spent hundreds, and when I mean hundreds and hundreds of millions, I, I, I don't have it up here. No, we had the list through. up, man. We had the, I had the list up yesterday. What you yeah. talk, remember, me and yeah. Lou was talking about the, t- yeah. the t- top 10 clubs. They're one or two. They're, they're not up yeah. there. They're like yeah. top two or three. Yeah. If you want yeah. to go through their purchases over the last five, six years, you'll throw up. You, yeah, you'll no, throw it's, up. It's, it's horrible. It's, no, no, it's nasty. It's nasty. It's nasty. And, and to come back to Raul, Coutinho, he oversaw a lot of that. Coutinho. Raul oversaw a lot of that. So, yeah. Oh, Raul is actually one of the men that that reminds me of it. But he he just he's one of these guys. Yeah, he'll go and he'll go and get the deal done, and he'll promise loads of things on the deal that that haven't been spoken about previously with other people that are involved in on the deal. Mm. And then you come back like, yo, the deal's done, and they're like, oh, how did you do it? And I promised him this and this and this, and they're like, oh, I thought we can't deliver. Well, we have to, and he'll just put you in kind of peculiar situations. I think, which is why we are now probably in bed with um, those super agents. But it's he's just someone. Like- that's how you got his reputation as well, just getting deals done, isn't it? I just got yeah. you. Yeah. It's it's it so Lehi Raul. He um over he was overseeing Barcelona at the time where they gave us seventeen million for Vermalian and seventeen million for Song. So maybe we've got some stuff to thank him for because uh, yeah, you know, uh, just looking at some of the signings that they've made when he he under his thing of director of football, he they, he also bought Hleb. I believe he was there when they got Hleb. Um, Chigrinsky. 22 million carrots. You guys remember Kerrison? <laughs> yep. Wow. Oh my yeah. God. Um, you got Chigrinsky. You got them Alex man. Song, it was him all along, you know. Uh, Bojan, Jeremy Machu, Thomas Vermaelen. Uh, no, oh no, Bojan was a youth product. It says they bought him for 11 million. I swear I it was think Lama they Sipa. had Bojan nah, and they... Yeah, Bojan, Bojan I, was no, he was, but I think he went somewhere. I think he went Roma. It says no, he, he went was, Roma. Yeah, I think they sold him okay. and bought him back when he was still mad young. They sold him for 10 million and bought him for 11, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they had okay. like Early doors. Like, they sold him. He was still young when yeah. they sold him. They, they yeah. bought Ar- yeah. Arda Turan um, for oh, 30 million. God. Alexi Vidal. Did he ever play for Barcelona? <laughs> I don't know if he ever played. Really? Vidal. No, Vidal. Where was he from? Was Sevilla. Sevilla, he yeah. I, re- I remember he was like, he played right, he played like right back, didn't he? Yeah. Andre Gomez, Pacquiao Alcazar. Lucas Digne, Jasper yeah, Sillison. Oh my yeah, god. Danny Suarez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeri yeah. Mina. Paulinho. Wasted money. Uh, yeah, Wasted Yeri Mina was a mad thing. That's horrible. Paulinho. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they made yeah. a Paulinho, yeah? Yeri Mina, though. Yeah. And Paulinho, man, he was wasting that. He was wasting that. I'm washing that cartel money, man. Hmm. Sounds like it, man. Sounds like it. All right, lads, let's call it a day because we've been going on long enough and Sean needs to get back to, uh, you know. But anyway, um, 
We were What's we what? What? <laughs> Sorry, I just heard your missus in the background calling you. Cheryl, when are you coming back to bed? Oh, what? Just relax, bro. What's going on? Anyway, guys, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. No, no prisoners. Um, yeah, obviously, guys, remember we've got the live show on the 15th of December. Get your tickets at shibs.com. They are £12.50. Remember, it's going to be inside, so no need to worry about the cold. Come and see us. We'll get pammed by. Uh, actually, we might not get pammed. We might have, a, we might have you know, Nuno in charge by then. He might have sorted things out by then, you know? Uh, <laughs> listen, listen. This is the Aye. same coach that beat Man City earlier this season, all right? Remember that, all right? Good to know. Yeah? So maybe and get... Actually, no, I don't want him to get a result against City because that means that Liverpool probably win the league. So, yeah, uh, hopefully Nuno will be there to oversee City beating us. Cool. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, guys, we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys, for, for coming in. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. Nice. Go! has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.